This is Chie Satanaka, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast. You better eat more meat. Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick Lynn. Joining me today is Taylor Hoyt. Hey, Taylor. What is up, Nikolai? We have been gone for about five months, and we're back now. Yeah, it's a whole different landscape. Gaming has changed forever. Um, Final Fantasy 16's out. Cold Steel 6 is out. You know, everything's different. Uh, we don't even like JRPGs anymore. This 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 podcast is all about gotcha games and puzzle and three match em ups. That, three that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And hentai. So. And- yeah, but for real, sorry that we've missed about two episodes. Uh, life's been hectic for the last two weeks, and our, our schedules could never meet up. So nope. we weren't able to record for the <laughs> longest time. And when we did, something came up, and then it's like, oh, we can't do this. So then it was too late. We're like, hey, we can record on Wednesday. It's like, well, that's too late. So, Well, even though this episode's technically kind of late, we will, uh, you know, it's better than missing a whole other week. So we'd rather get one out. You get one out, and next week might be another late one, too. It's possible. It's, hopefully not. It's this... Yeah, hopefully I get transferred back to mornings, and then everything will be fine. Sunshines and rainbows. That's right. But yeah, there has been a lot of news in the last uh, three weeks. There has been. It might be old news to you guys, but I you know we, we kind of want to talk about it. Because we haven't really talked... Um, <clears throat> So let's just start off with the really old news. Um, so okay. in uh, about a week and a half, Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel for the PS4 is going to release on March 26th. Here, because Finally, for yeah. the longest time we thought it was going to be launching in January, and then it kept being delayed and delayed and delayed. And we're like, hey, what the heck is going on? And now we're going to get it. So finally, yeah. No, I'm. I'm debating whether I should wait because the placeholder date for Cold Steel 2 on PS4 is May 7th, which is like, you know, a month and a half after. So I'm like, should I wait so I can play them back to back or is it just going to take me a month to play it anyway? So I I, I am I'm trying to figure out what to do with that game because I still haven't beat. There's another game I bought that I have not beat yet. Ooh, what game is that? Are you uh, talking DMC about that? 5. Oh. Yeah, so... But uh, that one also has, you know, the turbo mode, right? The PS4 version will have that. Yep. You know what I noticed? You know what I just found out? Because uh, I've been streaming lately because I've been having time to stream and, you know, I want to interact with the audience a little more. Um, I, were playing, I was replaying Tokyo Xanadu on Calamity. And yeah. it has a quick, it has a quick, a little quick uh, boost mode. I didn't know I had that. So you can, like, skip through a bunch of scenes really quick. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely has a fast forward in the cutscenes. Yeah. But doesn't doesn't um, the Cold Steel have it like when you're running and in, in combat and stuff? Yeah, it's, it has boost from everything. It has fast forward from everything. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, running around those like big long stretches will be really nice. The combat, I like. You know, I'm gonna play that in normal speed, but the running and doing the side quests, I want to try to speed that up. And the question is, are you gonna talk to everybody and actually be interested? Not like every NPC I'm talking about, you know, the mo- more important characters. Yeah, no, definitely. Because after, I mean, we have to keep in mind, let's put this into context. So here's here was the environment that I played Cold Steel in. 
first of all, I, don't, I think this gets lost a lot when we talk about it. I had started that game on Vita and then stopped. And then I played Persona 5 and then I picked it back up. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know what's happening. So that was one thing going against I remember it. that, yeah. Two was you would not stop bothering me about playing that game. So that was <laughs> another big one. Um, and then also, I feel like I played the worst version of that game. I played the Vita version, which looks bad, has bad frame rate. Um, so, I mean, I just had everything working against it. But now, you know, I've played Xanadu. I've played a ton of Ease games. I just feel like I'm in a better state of mind to, you know, appreciate that. So I just think I'm going to have a better experience. And, yeah, I'm going to do all the stuff, try to get more into it, especially now that we know Sean, you know. I just feel like there's like an extra something to that that wasn't there before. <laughs> I need to replay that. I've like I've wanted to do a new game plus for so long, but I only have the save files on the Vita version. And now that the ah. PS4 version's coming out, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the exact same playthrough on the PS4 versions. You know, pick the best waifu because there's only one choice, and you guys all know this. And, Sarah, uh, obviously. No, Toa. <laughs> duh. Toa. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, I used to call her Toa Waifu all this, like, in Cold Steel 1, that's all I called her. It's like, I gotta talk to Toa Waifu every time I can, and then I figured out that I could actually, uh, you know, dance with the teacher. I'm like, sorry, Toa, get out of here. Rip. Rip. Rip in pieces, Toa, sorry. And then in, yeah, Zan and then in Xanadu, Toa is the teacher. What can I do? But she's my That's friend. right. <laughs> what do I do? But she's Why not both? But, yeah, but Ko is her cousin, so can't really do anything about that. That's the best part. <laughs> Incest. Uh, so, next old news. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink and Versus Director on Simutation... Uh, uh, director says it's going to be a simulation... A worldwide release all over the world. Simultaneous. Simultaneous, yeah. yeah. And potential PS5 versions. Ah, yeah. I feel like like if your game is not coming out this year, which I don't think Relink is, it'd be nice, but I don't think it is. Especially after, so I, I don't think we talked about this on uh, since it happened, but they kicked um, Platinum off the project. Yeah, so no, I think we Platinum, said that last time. But okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. It's been so long, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I feel like if you're not coming out in 2019, you need to start considering making a PS5 version of your game. Uh, and even even if you are, like I'm sure they're already doing you know, uh, whatever PS5 is going to be. Because that's, you know, that's the rumors that it's going to come out, you know, next spring or next fall or something like that. So got to get those cross-gen cross, uh, cross -gen versions ready. You know, I want to talk about stuff like that. So let's let's have that, uh, let's have let's save that as a, a pin about PS5. Like what PS5 is going to be for okay. later this podcast. I want to talk about that. Okay. Right. Sounds good. But uh, I think Versus is coming out this year. It's a fighting game. I mean, I don't know what this if there's a ton of story, but they, you know, they're rolling out the character roster. So I just and they just had a big um, the mobile game had a five year anniversary, and I've been seeing a ton of people on my timeline posting their new characters and what they've been playing on the mobile game. So um, I think they're going to try to capitalize on that. And I think recently they announced a new character. I don't know any of them except the ones that have already been announced. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's this year for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, what else is there? Okay, this is the big one. This is like everyone wanted this. They uh, finally announced the next Pokemon, and it's called Sword and Shield. Yeah. And it's in like a 
that's based off a Great Britain type of world. Like like a stereotypical Great Britain kind of world, you know? I love it though. Yeah, it's really good. I like I like that style. The memes were gold, dude. The memes Oh dude. Oh you cheeky git. You wanna have a Pokemon battle? Like it was so good. Like all the like it, you know, craft just hamming it up in Discord. It was awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, I take it that you're super excited about this. I mean, I'm not super excited. I, I, my expect expectations were a little bit tempered because I like. Here's my thing with Pokemon. I don't like. I'm not like, oh my god, Pokemon! It's amazing. But like when it comes out, I play it. I enjoy it. I forget about it until the next one. It would have been nice if it was like that Breath of the Wild new thing that everybody was hoping for, but. It still looks good. I like the color palette. I like the Britain world. The starters are a little weak. Hopefully, we can see the final evolution soon, and that'll decide my, you know, my choice. But uh, I know you're, you haven't been a fan of the latest Pokemon. Like basically, since it came to 3DS, you haven't really played them, right? Um, I've never really played a Pokemon game past Red or Blue. Didn't you play Gold and Silver or something? Or nope. I mean, I messed around with. Diamond, but oh, okay. I, but then I, when I played it, I'm like, this is just Pokemon again. I've already played this. I'm done. So I mean, that's every game, frankly. <laughs> Except I know I sometimes just, they like improve the quality of life, but yeah, they're kind of the same game. It, it just feels like I don't know why. Like I could do that with other games, but Pokemon is like I lose interest just like right in the middle. Yeah, I mean they, they've tried things like Sun and Moon got rid of gyms, so they had Kahuna fights, and so they were almost like these little mini puzzles instead of like a gym, uh, which were kind of was kind of neat. So, you know, people are like, "Oh, it's just another Pokemon game," but I think there's a couple things that they're gonna do with it that might might make it a little different. I mean, probably not. If we're being, let's just be honest, probably not. But uh, I'm, you know, I'll play it. It'll be fun. So that mid-November window, like it always releases in. But there's here's the big question: Is there going to be bonding events <laughs> with your Pokemon? I, I doubt no, it. I'm just joking. Will there be social? Links? Yeah, will there be social links? <laughs> will Will there be a party? Yeah, um, I yeah, I just yeah, Poke. Uh, I'll see because I haven't really like they showed. They've only showed that like teaser, right? That little trailer, mm -hmm. and they haven't really talked about it. They talked about the Pokemon and how they're really excited about making this. And then that was it. It was like a three minute thing, right? It was really short. Yeah. It was super short. Um, E3. That's, I mean, that's what they do with Pokemon. It's, they do a thing at the beginning, like sometime in springtime to get people excited. They blow it out at E3 and then it releases in November. Like I, I would bet money it's coming out mid November. E3 is going to be weird this year, dude. I know no Sony. I'm. I don't know what to. I don't even know if I want to watch E3 because like that. Yeah. That's always the end cap. I'm like, yeah, big Japanese game. What Capcom game are you going to show? Is Square Enix going to show up? But they said that they're not going to show up at the conference or the the show floor. So maybe that means they're going to have their own online thing. It's it's possible. They're like Sony is being very weird this year about like what they're showing and how they're talking to their fans. They're they're playing very defensive. I can't imagine that they're just sitting back and doing nothing 
because uh, I was listening to uh, Colin Moriarty's Sacred Symbols. It's like his new PlayStation podcast. Mm -hmm. And he made a really interesting point that at, um, I think it was DICE, um, Sean Layden had the opening ceremony. And for people who don't know, DICE is like a, a developer summit where they, you know, people meet up and there's panels and you share information and you make deals there. And Sean Layden, who's the president or the CEO of Worldwide Studios or whatever, he, he's a big wig at Sony. He's the guy that comes on stage. And so he had said, he blatantly mentioned like, oh, you know, we really messed up during the PS3 era. And then we came back strong for PS4. And we listened to developers and we listened to gamers. And I mean, a lot of people were thinking, oh, well, you know what? Here comes classic Sony from the PS3 era. And I'm like, they have like directly addressed that. So for them to address it and then to go back to that seems really crazy. I think they know what's working. But, I, think, um, I, I think what's going on first, they need to stop censoring. That I'm, I'm saying, they yeah, what, they, they need yeah. they, they need to stop censoring. They have become it's it's they're becoming too Puritan again, and it's funny. It's not coming from the crazy conservative right. It's coming from the crazy left, and I, it's just why like do you think they started doing that because it's only it's only the um, the Japanese games because no. Metro has full on bare breasts, and that game came out like a month ago. And Devil May Cry came out like two weeks after, and they're making them censor like butts. A butt. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't show a hot woman's body, I guess. Uh, but I, again, in Metro, you can see her breasts. She's like a stripper at a strip club or something. So like, there is like a clear like favoritism or something. Like, I, why, why I are this happening? I, <laughs> we, a lot of people like to joke that uh, it's because they moved the headquarters to California. And all the, you know, crazy California cucks are there now. <laughs> but. That's, no, but again, though, it's, it's not that they're censoring. It's they're allowing some games to just go crazy and others to not. So why, like, why do you think they're, they're playing favorites like that? I have no idea. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I, 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 like, I didn't want to see how this turned out. Because, you know, they're censoring already censored versions of games. Yeah. So that just doesn't make any sense. But I was like, okay, they're only doing the crazy visual novel, you know, super lewd games. I, I get it. But then it, you know, it came over into Devil May Cry. I'm like, uh-oh. Now they're going to start censoring their, the, the Japanese RPGs that we love, which has some, you know, sometimes there might be a lewd scene there just, you know, for laughs. Yeah. So if, that's, if that starts happening, it's like, bye, Sony. I'm sorry. I'm going to Nintendo, which for some reason is not, is allowing this stuff on their console now. Yeah, I know. You think it'd be the other way around, right? Mm -hmm. Just doesn't make sense to me. I, I I want them to come back. You know, come back to what they were before. Stop, press, stop, stop censoring stuff, and then bring back all the good news that you used to do. But what I was saying before, before we got in that censor tangent, <laughs> is that um, I think they're looking at what because there's a lot of changing going on in the gaming industry. And I think they're checking out. It's like, what is what? What should we do? Because they canceled PSX last year because they didn't have any news, and the year before that it was very weak. Like, yeah, it was like the year before that it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, so it was... cool. I loved it. Too bad we weren't inside, but you know, you know <laughs> oh my god, that story. You guys have all heard it. Yeah. Um. But like it's just like I've maybe they're saving all their news for the next PSX, and maybe PSX is gonna be a little earlier. 
I don't know. It's possible. That's actually a good theory that they might change the uh, the the date. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know because like they. I don't know if you noticed this too, but they also redesigned the PlayStation blog, um, which I gotta say I feel like is a shadow of its former self. Like I feel like there used to be really awesome like devs that would come on there and share some really cool information, and now it's it feels a little bland. Well, like they're just well, it looks it looks really weird now. What? I just went on to the PlayStation blog. It's very yeah, it's really it, basic. It's right? very minimalistic, and I hate yeah. that style. But that's what that's what you know that's what's going nowadays is you know barely anything. Yep. You gotta make sure it runs on phones. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean time will tell. Like you know they're putting out Days Gone in a, in a month. Apparently, okay. Um, so have you heard the like the the consensus of Days Gone is that it's a really good open world survival game really good uh, but there's yeah. too many of those so okay whatever you know that's what they say there's too many it's like it's not doing anything new but it's really good but you know nothing new like okay it's an if, if you want to play a survival horror or survival zombie like game then there you go i mean sometimes not every game needs to be god of war or spider-man or the last of us like Games are supposed to be fun. Like, if it's, like, a 7 out of 10 and it's really fun, then, like, who cares, you know? Like, I'm looking at Rage 2. Like, normally a game like that would never... I would never care. I played the first Rage and it bored the heck out of me. It was not that fun. But this one, it's, like, crazy weapons and super nuts colors and, like, superpowers and vehicles. And, I'm like, I'm not going to buy it day one. But, like... Because, like, you wait, like, two months and games go on sale now. Like, yeah. they never retain their full price for it's, very long. It's Borderlands 3. That's what it is. Uh, well, not with the gun, because Borderlands yeah. is all about like guns, crazy, right? crazy, like, crazy a... loot guns. Yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying that's like the style. It just reminds you of Borderlands, and it's like Borderland meets Mad Max kind of. Yeah. Thing, yeah. For and sure. Old me would have like be on that an instant, but it's like I'm done with those type of shooters. They need to really. Until Doom Eternal comes out. But that Doom Eternal's not like that though. Doom Eternal's a Doom game. Yeah, completely different <laughs> type of shooting. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right, next uh, loot news. We went from Pokemon to that. Uh, the Alliance Alive HD remaster coming this fall. They're coming to the West this fall. Right, and it's PS4 and Switch. Yeah. So it's not just I. You know, a lot of there's been a couple 3ds remasters. Like you know, we're getting um, Rune Factory Four on Switch. So this is not just on. Um, Nintendo, it's also on PlayStation, which is mm -hmm. cool. Um, and I remember Kimpy talking about this game and really liking it, and I heard a lot of good things, so I think I might actually play it when it comes out. Though, well, it was Kimpy and it was uh, Mike that we had on as a guest. He really liked That's that game. That's right. They changed their channel name. It's not Dark Pixel Gaming. I forget what it's called. Resident Arc. I think that was Resident Arc. I think that's what it's okay. called. Okay. But yeah, it's just, yeah, he really liked it, and I'm like, oh, should I get it on the 3DS? Well, now I don't have to. Get on the PS4. Well, it's going to be censored on the PS4, so we can get it on Switch. That's right. Well, you know, like, me being weird, I'm probably going to get it on Switch anyway just for the portability. See, like, here, here is my dilemma when it comes to stuff like that. If it's, if it's on both and it's not graphically intense, I'll probably get it on Switch just for the portability option. But if it's got really awesome box art, got to have it on PS4. Oh, because it's like my is dumb it, justification. Is it only... Digital? No, it's it's you're getting a physical version. Oh, okay, gotcha. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Very so cool. I got, very cool. They only have <laughs> very cool. Ooh. They only have um, they only have like placeholder box art right now. But mm-hmm. um, if they you know whenever they show it, if it's cool, I'll consider getting the PS4 version. Consider it. I'm interested. I want to see more about it because Mike really made me feel like I should get this game. I remember I have it on my wish list for on Amazon. I never bought it, so mm-hmm. it's there now. I don't have to buy it. Yep, and that's you know what's really weird about that is originally that game was released by Atlas um, on 3DS. So now NIS America is doing the HD port, which I find strange. So I don't know if Atlas doesn't care or. NIS is just stepping their game up, and they're trying to get more games. I don't know what's happening, but uh, I found that kind of interesting. Speaking of Atlas, where's that PS4 or Persona 5R news, man? It was supposed to come out this March, right? I mean, we've only got like a week and change left, so it's got to be coming soon. So, for some reason, I have this like idea that's going to happen on the 24th. I have no idea why. Did it say the 24th in the teaser? Hold on. Let's see. Um, it's so okay. So the first piece of news that's, that I found says, "Watch out for." Um, it's revealed before Sega Fest, which is March twenty third. So it could be happening during Sega Fest. It could have happened right before, but Sega Fest, which is like I'm guessing some kind of Sega festival in Japan, is March twenty third. So that's very soon. You that guys, is very soon. You guys will be listening to this podcast probably when it's being announced. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Saturday. So we could be hearing by the next podcast. We, we could know what Persona Five R is. All right. It's gonna Stay be. It's gonna, it's gonna be a different world then. That, it's gonna that, be a different world. <laughs> that's gonna be a different world. That 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 switch port is either gonna be a thing or it's not gonna be a thing. We just don't know. Well, so like, here's the thing. Here's the weird thing about Persona Five R is they've already confirmed. PS4. Yep. So I wonder what they're gonna fix or add to it. So I know we've we've talked about this. The Shogi Girl has a new playable character. That's my Maybe guess. some new fun scenes. Um, the thing. I mean, that game is really long as it is. So the, I can't the, imagine. The, the thing isn't that long. The thing's like about eight hours. What thing? The thing. The thing. You know my like, one of my favorite horror games, The Thing. Oh, it's not that long game. <laughs> it took so long for you. You're like, go, like, you're like, what are you I, talking about? I thought you were trying to be like sneaky and not talk about a spoiler part. I'm like, what no. part of the game is eight hours long? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the intro. Um, yeah, the intro. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a hundred. That game's a hundred hours long, right? Like, what could you possibly add? Like, nobody wants to play. I mean, who am I kidding? I want to play. I'll, I'm looking for an excuse to replay this game. Um, that means it's on the go, or like new characters, or fixing stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be a new waifu. I hope so. Um, you're probably gonna see cameos from other games, like more, because they usually do that on the second, on the second like remake. They add for some reason they add cameos. I don't. Did they do that for Golden? Uh, I don't think so. Because they remember. did. They added Vincent and Catherine to Persona Three Portable. Yeah. And then they added a female protagonist, but I don't remember. Um, I don't think they did anything like that for Persona 4. I could, Watch I, us be wrong. I know, but, I think we're wrong, because I think there is one. So, uh, yeah. Correct us in the comments, or in Discord, or on How dare, social media if we're wrong. Man, I haven't played Persona 4 in so long. 
Yep, me neither. Uh, yeah, um, probably gonna add maybe a secret dungeon or like a, fi- a final final dungeon, like oh you thought you killed me but I'm still alive kind of dungeon I bet. Yeah. Well, cause like so I'm trying to think what they added. So in Persona Four Golden they added Marie. Yep. They added um, the scooters and that like city away from town where you could go and um, there was just more activities to do. And then wasn't there a like a beach day or something that they added? Yeah, they added the beach. They they like I, I think they talked about going to the beach and then they're like they couldn't because they couldn't get there or something like that. I don't remember. Then, you're the one okay. who played. You're the one who played the PS2 version. Do you remember? I, I don't think it's there because I think they needed the scooters, right? Because there's the I remember I very specifically remember the animated cutscene where they're riding the scooters along the beach. So I don't think it's in the original. I think they added the beach scene, and then they also added the garden, which is small, but there, there was a garden that you yeah. could tend. Wait, with not wait, a wait, wait. The anime. Was there a beach scene in the anime? No. There's the the camping trip, but there's no beach episode. There definitely isn't. I mean, I've watched that anime like at least four times. All right, so that's that. That just confirms it. I know there's a. I know there's a animated scene of the beach. You know where Kanji's swimsuit gets, flat like flushed away, right? And he's wearing like, yeah, a speedo. I mean, I mean, that happens in like every anime. I know, but it's just that's that was the thing they were trying like to cover it from the girls and. The, yeah, so yeah, so gold. I mean, golden was new character and then a couple more side activities you could do. So maybe that's Persona Five. One new character that and, and they added a uh, new dungeon, or yeah. a new and a new ending. Oh, that's right. There's like the post poster, or whatever, right? The golden ending, which yeah, is... the golden ending where you see them like after the game, like yeah. you come back. The game that yeah, the game that the 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 ending that like proves that every other uh, you know side uh, Persona Four game isn't real, isn't canon, because <laughs> they're right. like, oh, we haven't seen you in so long. It's like you just saw them like a couple weeks ago. What are you talking about? How is everyone so different? Liar. And Marie's like, I love you. On live yeah. TV. Yep. Oh, and then wasn't there a concert? I remember there being an animated cutscene of a concert where everybody's like a band playing as a band. That definitely wasn't in the original. I know that. I I think they added that for Golden. I don't know. I just remember I've only played Golden. And I'm thinking about the anime, and I think it's in the anime still. Oh, Persona. We are just really bad right now. Sorry for a golden band event. I don't think it's in the PS2 version. It's my story, right? Is that called? I think it's only in golden. Mm. Oh, it says, okay, it even says right here, HD, PS Vita, Persona 4 Gold, new scene, concert, concert at Juness. So I think that's new also. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. There's a lot, there's a, they added a lot more scenes, and then they added more endings, and more things you could do. And you could go out at night. And there's more things to do at night. That's right. So there's tons of stuff they can add in in uh, Persona 5 R, Persona 5 Ruby, which we've been calling it for a long time. I wonder if they're actually just going to call it Persona 5 R, or if it's actually going to be Ruby. I don't know. If it is Ruby, you're going to be like, called it. We called that like years ago, like literally years ago. So <laughs> Kobe. Kobe. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, they can add a lot of stuff. You know, like. Uh, when you're in LeBlanc and you could walk out, walk around, you know, it's like at nighttime, they could probably get rid of, like, you need to go to sleep now. 
Oh, that would be so nice. I mean, that's such a meme. I wonder if they just keep it for the meme, you know? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think, I think they're going to open it up again. And they'll be like, oh, you go out at night, uh, you could find someone randomly that you could talk to, and it could boost up your, you know, there's your likings with them if you do something with them. Hmm. I just had a thought. What if they go Tokyo Xanadu with it and they tease um, their new fantasy game? What? Because they. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so there's they they so they broke off and they started a new studio called Studio Zero, mm-hmm. and they're working on a game called Project Re Fantasy, and so that'd be kind of funny if they like hide bits of concept art or like something in like a video game store. Yeah, somewhere in the store or in a bookstore or something. Like I think that'd be really that'd be kind of neat. Yeah. They're that game. They they've got to be probably well like, either, in. Uh, full production or like getting close to being done with pre-production because that studio um did the catherine remaster and that's already out in japan the fantasy one so, no 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 uh, Ka- they remastered catherine i know they're no i know they remastered catherine i meant are you talking about the, the yeah, yeah 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 i'm talking about the uh, the fantasy game i think that's what they got to be working on right now yeah D- definitely a ps5 game that's gonna be that's gonna take a couple more years i think yeah. I'm just, um, I think they're going to come out, I think it's going to come out, uh, Persona 5R, at the end of this year, and I'm, I'm like, no, Cold Steel 3, you're going to get overshadowed! I know, it finally gets this one shining moment on PS4, and then, nope, sorry. Everyone, play the Trail series. Come on, but everyone that listens to us probably already has. And then everybody's like, oh, you gotta play Crossbell. I'm like, the Crossbell games are never coming out. It's not. I hope they do. They're really good. Um, (laughs) I played Crossbell for, like, I think three chapters. It's really good. Nice. Is there, like, a patch for it or something? Yeah, it was a very, like, basic patch. And uh, apparently they're working, like, I think the the real full one is almost done. So. Cool. I might work on that and and install it on the PC version of the game. That'd be nice. Nice. Cool. So, uh, this game called Octopath Traveler is getting a sequel and some dumb smartphone game. Yeah, they're they're doing a smartphone game, which is essentially a prequel. And then um, they also confirm they're like, "Oh, you're gonna please wait a little longer for a new console game." I'm like, "Dude, don't like feel bad. Like Octopath Traveler like just came out. <laughs> like you don't have to feel bad about." Not having a sequel already, already. So, I wonder um, if the sequel they're gonna take the criticism to heart and make it so the characters they have their own stories, but there's also a one single story that they have to do. I think they will. That is, from everything I saw, that is the only criticism of that game. Like people love the combat, they love the art style, they love the music. I think there's enough of the individual stories that people like, but yeah, that seems to be everybody's major problem with Octopath Traveler is they're not, there is not some cohesive story that binds them all together. So if they do an Octopath Traveler 2 or whatever they call it, um, then yeah, they gotta, they gotta fix that. Yeah. And you need to play that game, Nick. It's awesome. I have it somewhere. Oh, man, you have, have a lot of games I know. that you have not started. I know. I know. I know. Stop it. And they're all Switch games too. Gotta get that switch going. I wonder why. I don't play the PS2 right now. 
that's for <laughs> that's for that's for another that's for later on in the podcast. Um, and apparently, I, I didn't know about this because I don't go on the internet at all. And you know, you know me. Uh, Falcon President tra- uh, had a little conference with Sony and had a lot of little tidbits and stuff like that. So, do you want to go through those? Yeah, there. I mean, there's a couple that I want to touch on, and there's one that I'd really like to read the full quote of because this is my biggest problem with um, Falcom games, and it's nice of them to address it. So I'll, I'll try to summarize these as best I could. Um, so, they're, so they're porting Memories of Cell set at a PS4, um, and they're also considering other ports, and they're like, oh, you know, please let us know what you'd like ported. Um and they're also, they've been, you know, talking internally about, a, like, a collaboration game. Like, they did a um, Ease versus Trails in the Sky on PSP. And so they were trying to, they're trying to think of ways to possibly do a collaboration game, which I think would be kind of neat. A fighting game? Even though that they tease in Tokyo Xanadu? <sighs> oh, that's right, yeah. They're, no, they're, they're, they're playing a game, like, when, when you, if you buy a game console and put it in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuki, and I forgot the blonde-haired guy's name. Do you remember it? Uh, nope. Yeah, well, they were... I'm they, really bad with all the yeah, character names. They came, game. <laughs> they came over, and they started playing the game, and then you look at the screenshot, and it's like a 2D fighter, and it has two people on each team, and one of them it was like Reen and Estelle versus Lloyd and someone else. And I'm like, that needs to be a real game. <laughs> Arc System works. When you're done with Persona 5 Arena, get on it. You know what I mean? I'm Falcon Fighter. And everyone's going to be like, what is this crap? What's Falcon? Yeah, I know, right? And everyone's exactly. like, or what were you like, ah! And everyone would be like, what? what the hell the is this? Crap. Yeah. Just like, the Rune, like... just like the Rune Factory announcement. Everyone's like, yeah. what is this? It's a Stardew right. Valley ripoff? And I'm like screaming in my car, swerving and everything when it was announced. Oh god! It's real! <laughs> I love, you're right, that's so funny that people are like, what is this, a Stardew Valley ripoff? It's like, you realize Stardew Valley ripped off Rune Factory and Harvest Moon and all these other games, like, so you don't get to say that. It wasn't ripped um, off, they just wanted to make a game like that. Yeah, it was inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they also said, you know, they're working on the next Trails game. I believe it's a new series. Uh, and they said they're going to talk about it at the 15th anniversary uh, he says, I think we'll be able to share information regarding this during the 15th anniversary. I think so, that's very soon, by the way. I think it is, too. Um, but it's... Sorry. It's not... A, it's... I guess it's a new series, but it's in the same world again. So it's it's in... The, they said it's going to be in Caliverd. Caliverd. Which is... That's cool. Which is like... I, oh, man. My, 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 my trails... My Sumeria knowledge is very rusty, and I think that's the a like the the Chinese inspired country. So they are oh, okay. they're all orient oriental, like their their clothes and everything like that. So oh, cool! I'm, that's awesome. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. The Falcon people in our in our group or Discord is going to be yelling at us, and yeah. All right, I'm going to the Kiseki wiki right now. So, Calvard is located in West Sumeria, was founded in blah, 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 and ordered in the southwest. Um, let's see. Oh, wow, this is just very high level. It doesn't really tell anything about 
the people. It's because there's not much to know about it because it's very like, there has a bit of game in that section. Samuel Rocksmith, blah blah blah. Why? Oh, God, I hate Internet Explorer. You're on Internet Explorer. What the heck? Well, well if you're on Discord, that's what automatically pops up. So. Uh, not for me. I should reassign that. I should go into settings and change that. Yeah, because or they don't call it Internet Explorer anymore. They call it Edge. Yeah, Edge. Um, but, uh, God dang it, where is it? Let me open this again. So, yeah, the, this, to me, the, these were the two most uh, interesting um, quotes in the whole thing. I'm going to read both of them in their entirety, and then we can, like, break them down. So here's the first one. He said, developing a game takes one year at the very least and two to three years when it's a long one. We have to make something that does not take any longer than that and is a showcase of our hard work. Speaking loftily, I want to remember Falcon games as fun um, when they grow old. And to do that, we need to create draws that are unique to those games. For example, I might say that the Trail series draws that we try to create a proper story or that Ease 8's draws that we try to create a strong heroine, which resulted in the birth of that sort of character. I want to put forth something like that. Uh, when the player hears the game title, they remember something that sticks with them. Falcom is made up of ordinary people, so we do whatever we can. Uh, so we will do whatever we can. We work uh, while working our very best on the minor details, like running around town with a stopwatch to figure out how much time it takes. I want to make things. Uh, I want to make playing our games as pleasant as possible. We, we we really value those two things. So it's interesting to me. I think we've it's like out there, but nobody really talks about it. But Falcom turns games around really quick. Mm -hmm. So for them to say at the very least it takes a year, two to three tops. I mean, I feel like AAA games, it's like three years minimum and five to six years tops. Well, that's because the graphics are super crazy and over the top. And it's like, you don't need to do that. Which leads me into his next point. He says, we're aware of our weakness in the graphics department. It's been pointed out when we've participated in events in various countries in the Trails of Cold Steel, we increase the quality of our models. And while we're using motion capture in some areas in Ease 9, which I believe it's the first time they've ever used motion capture, I also want to increase the quality more than before. Uh, when getting information in games, what first catches my eyes are graphics and illustrations. So I want to treat that as a future challenge. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I would like to have nice graphics. I myself have been told the graphics are shabby when recommending games I like to people, which was painful to hear. Currently, we have young new talent joining Falcom who are making all sorts of proposals with the thought of further improvements. I think those results will gradually show face, so please look forward to that. So that has always been my complaint. Like you said, they can turn games around because they don't like reinvent the wheel every time. They like up the, the graphics just a little bit, a little bit at a time. They're like minuscule upgrades and so that's what, what allows them to turn games around quick but it's nice that they are addressing that and that they're aware mm -hmm. they just don't need to go overboard and make it final fantasy 15 no you're totally right um my only complaint is the 2d character portraits are gorgeous like their 2d character portraits like the intro movies are amazing and the in-game graphics don't look anything like it so if they can get as close to that as possible like Nino Cooney, you know, like I think Nino Cooney's in-game models look amazing. So if they can get somewhere close to that, like that's that's ideal. But we'll see. Nino Cooney is also really crazy, especially Nino Cooney too. Yeah, that, I mean that game is when you talk about you know anime RPGs, that's like as good as it gets, pretty much. Right up there with uh, Vesperia, but. <laughs> 
interesting that because uh, we're getting for us we're getting cold steel 3 this year japan's getting ease 9 we're probably going to get ease 9 next year and, and japan's probably going to get and we're all going to get cold steel 4 next year as well oh yeah yeah absolutely uh and then we're also uh japan's probably going to get whatever the next series in the trails series whatever the, i don't know what if it's cold steel 5 or tokyo xanadu 2 i doubt it i mean i'd love you know me i love xanadu but i don't think xanadu i know i want xanadu though i want it so Every do i everyone's like well xanadu sucks i was like no xanadu does not suck it's a very simple it's a seven game that's very nice very you know it's very good i was, pl I was when, when i was doing the stream i was realizing how long these cutscenes are and how like mm -hmm. they, when they talk and then i'm like how did Taylor survive this? How I this is so slow. This is not a Taylor game at all. And yet he played the entire thing. He it's got, pro it might be my favorite Falcom game, if I'm being totally honest. It's like that or I can't decide. But it actually has an interesting story. Like I don't like this the story in Ease 8 gets in the way of the gameplay to me. But I feel like uh, Tokyo Xanadu, there's like a really good balance. Like there's great character moments. There's great combat, and it just there's oh it, it's like Persona. There it gives you just enough of each. You never get sick of it. Um, yeah, so play Tokyo Xanadu if you haven't. I one of my favorite like times in our Discord was when I started playing Tokyo Xanadu, and then like literally everybody else was playing it. It was so fun to have everybody playing a game like that, and for people to be like, "Wow, this game is actually really good." That's gonna happen with Rune Factory Four. Everyone in our Discord is gonna play Rune Factory Four, and you know it. I hope so. Get that Switch, play Rune Factory 4, make it happen. I mean, you guys got to know, you, you got to play Rune Factory 4, you guys got to love, like, you know, farming games, life sim games, and dungeon crawlers. That's there right. <laughs> That's all you need. And then you got to learn the skill of talking to everyone every single day. That's right. So that's what you do. I mean, even if you don't give them gifts, that's how you get raise their friendship points. So, well, I mean, so I feel like here's what I'm hoping. I feel like it's coming full circle, right? It was Harvest Moon, Rune Factory, and then that inspired Stardew Valley. And so now I'm thinking because Stardew Valley is probably more popular than either of those two, that maybe it comes full circle and people are like, oh, I like Stardew Valley. Maybe I can give this game a try. That's my hope. I hope they stick with the 3DS versions of the game and not do the console version for Rune Factory 5. Well, it's going to be Switch, so it's both. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just no, I'm just saying like, you know, the Rune Factory Tides of Darkness was Tides of Darkness. That's Forecast. <laughs> Tides yeah. of Destiny um was uh wasn't the same. Right. So, I hope they go they just stick with the DS style. Okay, I see what you're saying like that. That design philosophy. I would say even keep the top down. You know the top down view. Really? Yeah. I would, I would, Why? I mean that's perfect for you know, it's perfect for a dungeon crawler, and it's perfect for oh my gosh, and it's perfect for uh, the farming simulator. In hmm. life. I mean, it's an interesting thought. I mean that's what Stardew Valley is, right? Yeah, it's it's also a two D game, so you, I don't know how else you would do it. <laughs> I was just saying that's just like you do high end models and make the make the portraits. I bet you they're doing this now, but make the portraits animated and make them just as gorgeous as they usually are. And make sure that you could date an older lady. That's right. 
<laughs> yep. I mean, cool. te technically, you always can because you could always date an elf, and elves live long, and they're like in their hundreds. So that's right. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about with the Falcon thing? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. The rest wasn't nearly as interesting. So that's all. All right. So let's go. Let's go back because you were talking about how PlayStation Five and how like you know people are going to start pouring over their games to PS5. Yeah. What do you want PS5 to do? Because you say, like, we got to look at... We, we You just said this to me recently, that it's like, we got to wait for the next consoles and see how they're going to change everything, how everything's going to change, how they're going to reinvent themselves. And I do not believe they're going to that much. Uh, I don't think so either. I, I think you I think you joke when you say you, you want PS5 to be... A switch? No, no, I, I, no, I'm not joking. I'm like, that's what it's gonna be. It's not. That's what it's gonna be, man. It's gonna PS5 is gonna be a switch-like system. Nah. There's a more so powerful that, that, reason. It, no, Sony doesn't do that. They're um, they they don't want to they don't want to give up on power. I feel like, and they're not willing to play Nintendo's game. They want highest fidelity possible. I mean, so, like, he here's something interesting that they just did, which makes me feel like they're experimenting with something. Um, in the latest PS4 uh, update to the firmware, it allowed you to stream games to your phone. And no, I don't even remember them teasing this. It was just like, oh, by the way, you can play everything on your phone now. And it's, you know, they have, you know, the touch buttons, which are always terrible. But oh, you're talking about, like, the PlayStation... Like I do with my Vita, right? Yeah. What What do they call that? Um, I haven't. I mean, I remote play. It's like remote play on their phone, basically. Yeah, it's remote play. But they had no. That they've had that for a long time. They've also had it on tablets, and they have it on the PC as well. Really? Yeah. You could remote play on your PC, so you'd be playing on your PC. Well, I mean, in the PS4, they just updated, so you could play it on your phone with with touch controls. So yeah, that's cool. They probably didn't have touch controls before, but... And I'm sure that there's some games that you can't remote play on your phone, so... Yeah, I mean, you need some that tactile, like, quick twitch, like... Uh, yeah, like, you want to play Apex Legends or something on your phone. That's just... That, that's going to be a bad time. Um, but I feel like there there is some, like... It's not just going to be a console with a controller. It can't just be that. There's got to be something. And whether it's services, whether it's um, expanding on remote play, like, oh, we'll, we'll give you a desktop app and you can use your PS5 controller and you can boot up your games on your PC that you can play on, like, making it easier, making it like like this today, right? They announced that um, Stagia or whatever. What's it called? Stavia? I don't even remember what it's called. The Google thing. Um, uh, the whatever the remote. It's the cloud gaming. It's on live two point That's what it is. Right. Um. Uh, what is it called? Just because it's. I think Stadia. 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 That's what. It, Stadia. Um. I I don't think they're going. They're they're not. They can't go full streaming. But I think I think we're slowly getting into this era where it's like. I want to play my games whenever, wherever, and I don't necessarily want a dedicated device for it. Because how, for me, that would be awesome. Like, I, don't get me wrong, I love Vita. My Literally, my favorite game of all time, Persona 4 Golden, is only playable on Vita. 
and I love that it's portable, but I think it would be so much more awesome if I could just bust my phone out and like have a controller that I could dock. So I'm like, I, I have my, this is my switch controller, but like there's a little dock where I can stick my phone on there and then I'm just playing on my phone with, with a PS5 controller. And I could pick up, you know, Uncharted 5 or Horizon 2 or Persona 6 or whatever's coming and just be able to play that anywhere. I know that and... you have, I know you have these grand ideas of what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> because you need a super strong Wi-Fi for that. And even for your phone, you need to be connected to a super strong Wi-Fi. If it's not that, it's going to be fuzzy. Controllers are going to be delayed and all that. And it just, that's, yeah. you, you need to, what we need, I, I don't think we're there yet. And I, yeah, I, and I, and if we, whenever we do get there, I still want my games to be physical. Oh yeah, me too. Never get, I like, so for me, my philosophy now on, on games is single player games. I want physical every time. If it's a multiplayer game, I'm going to buy it digital because I want that option to be able to quickly switch between games like Rocket League. Like if I'm playing Devil May Cry, I'm like, ah, I just want to pop into something real quick. I don't want to have to swap a disc out. Like I realize it takes two seconds. You eject it, you took it out, you put the next one in. It doesn't take that long. But it's so nice. Like on my Switch, I have Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and Splatoon all digital. So if I'm playing whatever, Xenoblade or something, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Let's get in some some matches of Smash. It's just so nice to hit the home button, swap real quick, and not have to take my card out. So for me, that's what I I love that experience. And I, I mentioned this on Twitter today, but they and I get that this is these are NES games, and I get that they're small, but the NES online experience is so nice. Like you boot the app up, and then it has like 20, 30 NES games, and you could swap between them. Super easy. They're so quick and fast to swap between. Like, even if, like, the, the games are, like, on a PlayStation app on your phone or something, like, I would love just let me play anywhere and don't make me buy a separate device for it. So I, I, don't, I don't know if that's it, but I think they have something cooking up that we have not thought of yet or we haven't, I don't know. I think we're, we're there. Or how about this? Here's an idea. What if they did this? What if there's literally, what if they go Dreamcast on us and, or Wii U on us and it's, there's a screen on your controller? That'd be interesting. Hmm? Nick is... Why? Why what? Why would that be interesting? Just tell me. Just, I want to know why you think that's interesting. Because that, that solves the problem of having to like hook a phone up to a controller. Like if you're just like, okay, well, I'm done. I'm going to walk over here. Oh, so your controller is like a portable handheld device. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess would be like your Switch thing. In a way. I'm saying, I'm, what I'm saying is, it's gonna be a Switch-like device. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be because comparing the 3DS to a Vita, even to a PSP, the graphics were night and day. So it's possible. Yeah, right. It's possible to be. It's, it's. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure right now, it is possible to have the graphics we have on PlayStation Four. On, like a handheld device, like the switch, like, like the switch, or not like the switch, but you know, a PlayStation version of the switch. So that's why I'm thinking that the PS5 is gonna be 
It's not going to be a huge leap in graphics. There might be some big leap. It might, might be some, like, you know, improvements. But it's going to be just like the PS3 to the PS4. It's just going to be faster, and it's going to be portable. And you're going to be able to play it docked. And then I bet you anything that if you play it docked, it's going to run way better. Hmm. I mean, I would be okay with that. I Like, personally, this is, like, my favorite thing that you can play on your TV or on a handheld. If If that's what it is, I'm okay with that because... I feel like graphics-wise, we're hitting diminishing returns as far as, like, what games look like. Like, I can play Horizon, and it's got, like, insane detail in an open-world game, and it's like, what are how are things going to be better? You know, like, I look at Cyberpunk. Um, that's got to be PS5, even though they say PS4. That's got to be a PS5 game. And there's just so much happening in that game. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know... Like, What's... at some point, we need to, like, developers not need to stop being, like, how many NPCs can I be on the screen and be, like, how can I make interesting mechanics with it? Because that's really what it comes down to is, like, tell me a good story, give me fun mechanics. You know? Like, that's, that's why we play games. So. Like, I want to have a dating sim, and then when I go on a date, I play a puzzle game that's a Matchroom 3. That's right. And if I do good... The date's good. That's right. Um, well, there, you know what's funny? There's a game sort of like that, not really. Um, have you heard of Battle Chef Brigade? Uh, no. So it what it is, it's a 2D side-scrolling, like, hack-and-slash game. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you're a chef at, like, a cooking academy. And so you go out and you fight monsters and you gather, like, their guts and their meat and materials. But you're, like, you know, you're jumping and fighting and then you go back and do like a cooking battle so you go fight monsters get materials go back do a cooking battle and you cook the way you cook is um it's a match three game so the more match threes you get the better the ingredients are and that's like how you cook and it's actually a really fun game if you guys have not played on uh i played on switch but i think it's available on like everything at this point but that's funny super fun game but there is a game that what i just said there is a game just like that it's like called honey pop or honey something right yes what's it called and when we lived in the apartment, Barry played it. Oh, really? And I was just, and he, he was streaming it to the TV, and I was just watching it. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, dude. Why That's are you funny. playing this? Really That's funny. really funny. Um, I was going to say, there is one game that I would love. Like, I don't know the details, but I would love to play. Is um, Fortnite, before Fortnite became the Battle Royale Fortnite, mm. was kind of like this. Is that uh, you go out in the world, like, my idea is, like, during the daytime, you go out in the world. You have, like, a little, like, settlement. You go out in the world and explore, get materials, explore, like, deep into mines, find the rare materials, or, you know, just explore, get rare materials, go back to your house, or go back to your settlement, build defenses, build, you know, try to make your, your settlement bigger and defend it from the night, because during the night... Hordes of monsters come, and you have to, you know, you have to survive. It becomes like a, um, a kind of like a orcs must die kind of game, you know. It's kind of like, um, you know, not not eight days to live, not five days to N- not live. seven, no, no, not seven days to die. <laughs> seven days to die is just like it's like Minecraft. I'm talking That's about exactly like exactly what it is. You go out and you mine stuff, and you build a base, and then hordes come. Isn't that like literally the same thing? No, 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 no. There's like one night where like a horde comes, but. 
Oh, I'm saying like that. That's the that's the th- draws. That every night you have to come back. You could build like you could like recruit units to defend it, so you don't have to actually be there at night. But you know, if you're not there, you know there is a risk of your thing just getting destroyed because your guy could be like super powerful mage guy or something like that. I don't know. I thought it would be cool just to have a game where it's like you know you play with friends, you go out and explore, come home, build your stuff, and you just build this awesome. You have your you have your town building aspect, so you like. So you just keep upgrading stuff, and then you have your combat aspect where, where like at night you try, you build, you just try to survive. I don't know. That's that's a that's been a dream game of mine for a long time. I've always I was like, I want to play a game like this. Interesting. I'm I'm surprised that. Uh, well, I mean, obviously the battle royale thing went crazy, but I'm I'm curious. Um, oh. What? My screen went dead, so it probably went black on the. <laughs> on a thingy, but you know, keep going. Um, no, I I thought the actual, like you said, the base Fortnite. I, I'm shocked that didn't take off more. But hey, you know, it's because it was in uh, development hell for so long. I dude, I remember like a game was announced at like um, the VGAs, not the Game Awards, the VGAs a long time ago when Cliff Blazinski was still working there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that game was in development hell for like a long time. And then I remember on. The giant bomb cast, just randomly, Jeff Gerstmann was like, out of nowhere, I hadn't, oh, heard, of, I hadn't heard anything about um, Fortnite in a long time. He's like, guys, I, in fact, can confirm that Fortnite is a video game. <laughs> and they were like, I guess they started, like, sending out the first round of beta codes. It was like, oh, my God, I totally forgot about this. Yeah, I got I got, I got, got the beta code, and I started playing it. And I was like, oh, this nice. is fun. This is fun. It's kind of basic, but it's fun. Yeah, it's like orcs. You played Orcs Must Die before, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, I remember Brian was really into it, and so uh, we played that. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, same thing, except you go around the the town or the map that you're in, find mm-hmm. find resources, and then you build a maze to make sure the things don't attack your. I don't even know what it was, like a generator or something like that. Yeah, it was all right. I think I think they had they had a good idea, but they executed it wrong. So now they saved themselves by making the battle royale mode. And now it's like the biggest game ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, let's move real quick to uh, some. Let's talk about some anime. All right. All right. I have not watched that much anime. I need to watch uh, Love Is War. But you've watched it, and you're like, I can't get into this. So <sighs> if that. Oh, that show is so annoying. So if that means if Taylor does not like it, that means it's a really good anime. So I gotta watch it. Can I explain to you what what I don't like about it? You, I, like, it, I know it's you. It's not gonna be spoilers. I, I have a feeling you don't like the aspect where these two people like each other, but they keep they don't like ever get into like you know a relationship kind of thing, and it keeps things keep happening where they're like they're not getting together, and you're like just get together, and it just annoys you. I mean that was that was my initial frustration with it but like they're they're so into the mind games of not letting each other say they like the other one that it, like it doesn't even get to like the the start of that it's not that's not even my problem my problem is they'll be like in a room and somebody's like oh i got two free tickets to a thing you guys should go together and so one is like oh well if i tell her it's like so anime it's like well if i invite her then she might 
think that I'm being forward. And so I can't just outright invite her. But then if I give it to somebody else, maybe she'll get jealous. So they're like, they play through the scenario in their head really funny. before they say anything. And then, and then they say the thing. And then the other person comes back with a reply that they're not expecting. And then they go back in their head for five minutes. I'm like, for fuck's sake, just have a conversation. Like, it's, I can't deal with them being in their own heads and then the narrator talking. It just drives me insane. It's like, let something happen in the story. Stop talking in your own head. Like, do something. So I just, I can't watch that show. I've tried three times now. I'm, I can't. I can't do it. That, can't. that show it's, just it's annoys over. me. It's so. over. But Domestic Girlfriend. Mm. Pure gold. Pure gold. It's a freaking hentai without the hentai. Basically. And I'm glad that someone confirmed my belief. Which is what? The the Giga video that you that you posted. Or someone posted. Oh, yeah, it was did, me, yeah. Yeah, and you watch it, and it's like, exactly. That's exactly the first thing that I thought of. Like, well, that, that's the thing that I thought of when I was watching this. I'm like, this is just a hentai storyline without hentai. <laughs> it has every freaking setup. And he says that exact thing, and I'm like... That's right. It's like every lazy hentai setup. Like, oh, my sister got drunk on the couch. Oh, I better well, see what happens. <sighs> That's funny. Pretty good. Pretty good. I feel bad that I got his reference about the Kanjo X Kanjo X Kanjo, but you know. Oh, I don't. I don't know what that is. You'll have to explain that. Is it for a show I haven't watched? Probably. It. <laughs> Say I've seen that hentai. <laughs> Ah, it's a hentai. Uh, I'm a bad person. I'm going to go home now. Wait a minute. You're already home. Up. Um, yeah, so yeah. I've, that's the only one I've really been watching is Domestic Girlfriend. And it and it does, like, every episode, you're like, ooh. Oh, oh. Pretty much, yeah. It's uh, brutal. Like, the latest episode, this makes you feel bad for certain someone. And I bet you yep. Kimpy is like, I hate, just wants to fight someone right now. <laughs> and apparently, uh, like, uh, apparently the manga's finished, so you could watch, you could read that completely, because Giga apparently got past the, the, the manga, or got past the anime. But from Ooh, what he, from what he was saying, it seems like this might be a 24 episoder. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. But you're, you're right. Like, something interesting happens in every episode. Like, if you can get me to go, oh my god, oh. If you can make me cringe just watching it, then you know you're doing something right. And that happens all the time in that show. Like, I'll be watching, like, oh, oh my god. It's like, why are you doing this? Stop. Uh, good it's times. cringy. But it's entertaining at the end of the day. And that's why we watch anime. So I don't... Uh, cringy... Cringy seems like it's like trash. Well, not not cringy because it's like, I mean, I I'm cringing. I'm like, oh, ugh. I don't know if that's if cringe is the right word, but not cringy. Like, there's got to be two two versions of cringy. Or it's like I can't. It's like he put like he puts it. It's a dumpster fire. It's like you don't want to look at it, but you can't help but look at it. I guess maybe is a better way to put it. Um, you, you feel shameful yeah. for watching this. Yeah, that that's it. That's maybe that's the word. <laughs> But yeah, um, so uh, I've been watching Rising of the Shield Hero. Have you seen that at all? I've watched one app, one anime, and one anime only, 
and I'm not saying what it is. Because you already know. But I don't want to say it. Because uh, you watched it too many times. times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been, I caught up on Shield Hero. It's really good. Still, you know, I thought I could never really get into a. Uh, uh, what are those shows called? Isekai. But, you know, or another one, I should say. But I really like. I really like this. I like the characters. I like the character development. It's got a really good um, opening song, which always, you know, helps me like the show a little bit more. And that's your called Grand Blue Dreaming, in which case I'll never watch you. But I listen to that. I listen to the opening song of Grand Blue Dreaming literally every single day. Like, Stop I'll, it. I'll Stop it. Get no. some help. No. I wake it's up. It's not that it's good. A, Stop it. Oh, it's, a, it's amazing, Nick. It's so good. No, it's not. It's booping and bopping. I think it just reminds you of like K-pop or something like that. Well, it's 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 got an oceany vibe. It's it's got it's that drum. There's that like that that little drum that that like will play every once in a while. Um, and it, I don't know. It's like got a beachy fun vibe. I don't know. I just I love that song so much. Okay, so to put this in perspective. When he lived in California, every time we went to his car, you put it on. And that That's was true. like that was like a half a year ago. And even more than that, that was like a year ago you said listen. I don't know when this game anime came out. It wasn't he, a year ago. It was I came in December for Christmas break. That was three months ago. No, no, I'm not saying you're doing I'm just saying even when you're living here, you're still listening to that song and every time we went into your car to get food, you would put that damn song on. That's true. It's a good song. Everyone should listen to it. This is PB's fault. PB, if you're listening, this is all your fault. He always does this. He'll like put something in uh, the anime part of Discord, and then I, I love it. So, ever you can get mad at PB. Is it like when I used to show you things like music that I thought you would hate, and then you would just suddenly love it? I did that right. twice. Twice that happened. I showed him Dragon Force. I'm like, look how stupid this shit is. Uh, and then you, and then he's like, it's like crazy. I'm like that's Taylor now. And then I showed him K-pop. I'm like, hey, look at these guys, look at these girls. And secretly, Taylor's like, I really love this right now. Awesome. I really love this. I have a semi chubby right now. I have a semi chubby right now, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go buy this <laughs> album right now. What was it? What girl? It was Girls' Generation. Girls' Generation. Yep. I believe it was. Uh... Oh my god, what the name what the heck was the name of that song? G? Yeah, G. G. G G G G. That one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was like their breakout hit. G G G G baby 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 G G G G. And now everyone loves K-pop. How do you, how do you feel about, about all the bandwagoners now? You're like, I listened to it before it was cool. That's right. I am definitely a um, K-pop hipster. So, it's really funny cuz I'll like mention like the 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 groups that I used to listen to, like, oh, that's so old. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that was like 10 years ago <laughs> because I moved, when I moved, that was 10 years ago and I went to South Korea. That seems like yesterday, but that was 10 years ago. And it was like Girls' Generation and Big Bang and 2NE1 and like none of those groups are around anymore. So <laughs> sad. Now it's everybody likes um, BTS. That is like, Everybody likes them, even if you're not into K-pop. You know who BTS is. So I don't know who they are, but I remember I was at work yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, and on our TVs there, there was like a K-pop channel playing, and I'm like, why, 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 why is this on? 
Why is this on? And it was funny because it was dubbed in English. Not the songs, but the people talking. Oh, interesting. It was really weird. I mean, it is the Bay Area. You know, people... There's a lot more Asian people that live in the Bay Area, so... <sighs> oh, no, it's it's it's, it's it's Costco, and it's the Costco that you... You know, I, I can't really say the name because I don't want people, like, you know, freaking out. But yeah. you know which Costco it is. Yeah. And you know who lives in that area. I do. Yep. Crazy, yep, yep, cr yep. crazy people live in that area. Abe people. Mm -hmm. I'm just joking. Yep. It's not. It's not Abe people. But, uh, yeah, but, and then I've been also trying to watch Yudi Yudi, but uh, mainly because uh, me and Abe have been having a meme war with uh, Ocarine. Are you making? Are you making those those pictures? I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Abe's making those pictures. I think he's just finding them online. He could totally prove me wrong, but... Oh, no, I found them online, because I literally typed anime girl drinking monster energy drink, and then I found... Why uh, is that a meme? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't... I, I'm at that age now. I'm like, what is the internet about now? What What does this even mean? <laughs> Why is this a thing? Exactly. Back in our day, we were just laughing at Kermit... Barfing. <laughs> I don't know, but there is a there's an entire. I found a whole Facebook page dedicated to anime girls drinking Monster Energy drink. So, and I was like, my favorite is the cranberry Red Bull. So I'm gonna Photoshop a bunch of Abe's favorite anime girls drinking cranberry Red Bull, and he got really triggered. So, been really fun to. Uh, to I don't. Post those. I don't know why he's getting triggered because he could just buy Red Bull and. and Drink it, and you probably get hooked on it too. So, yeah, I don't know either, but it's it's been fun. So, thanks, Abe, for playing along. <laughs> <sighs> so, what have you been playing, Taylor? Uh, there's been one game, and uh, you'll just say get good. So, I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, I know, I know which one it is. It's Ease Origins, and you stopped playing it. I've been, Can I tell you why I stopped? I, I've been it. told. You didn't beat... Is it with another character or is it with the Axe Girl? It's with the Axe Girl. Okay, so what so happened? What I, so here's what happens. I, I beat that. I beat it, so I know. So Okay, so so the game is really fun. Like, I love... I love the boss battles. It's That game is so fun. And then, like, every so often... You'll get to this room, and something's locked, and the only way to unlock it is to beat all the enemies that are glowing red. Yeah. And for whatever reason, when I get to those rooms, every hit is just one. One, 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 three, one, 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 one. I'll level up five times. It doesn't do anything, and I don't know what I'm doing. And I talk to Kimpy, and he keeps saying, oh, you need to, like, equip the right item. I'll go back, I'll equip all these other items, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'll just unequip all your items, and there's a fight. Hmm, okay, maybe that's it. Because that game is really weird with equipping items. Like, there's a part in the game where um, you have to have a certain item to open a door, but if you have it equipped, it kills you instantly. So, and that happened to me twice, not knowing what was happening. The evil uh, ring, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering if maybe that's it. Like, I have something equipped that I'm not supposed to have equipped, or vice versa. Because I love the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay. That game is so fun. But, like, that... Those parts just annoy the shit out of me. And That's like, usually what happens is when you're doing when you're when you're doing only one damage is because the ability that your the item that you're equipped with is 
in, in it's enchanting your attacks to do a certain type of damage. And the monsters are immune to that type of damage. It's probably doing dark damage or something like that. So mm. I would just uh, I would just unequip everything and see what's up. Okay, because I want to beat that game. I'm like I'm all, I would if I could figure that part out. I I mean grinding is actually really fun in that game because you don't, you can knock out levels pretty quickly, um, and yeah, the boss fights are fun. It's an ease game. Like what's there to not like? But those parts drive me crazy, and I I just I got to figure it out. Um, but, uh, then I've been playing Devil May Cry 5 very slowly, <laughs> but it's really fun. I, that game has, that's like the per for me, that's like the perfect Taylor video game. Um, it's just straightforward, awesome hack and slash with like rockin' music. Um, it looks nice. There's always new enemies. There's always new abilities. It's, it swaps you between characters just often enough to when you're getting bored with one, you get a new one or you unlock a new skill. Um, yeah, it's that game is really fun. Uh, I want to beat it. It's just, you know, work has been, there's been a lot of long days at work, and sometimes the last thing I want to do is, like, do something. I just want to turn on an anime or watch a movie. I've been watching a lot of movies lately. Um, not watching anime, but, uh, you yeah. Don't, you I, don't only watch so much anime. That's true. Well, so here's the, here's the other problem, is, like, it takes only like a slight amount of effort to watch anime because you have to read the subtitles. Like sometimes I just want to completely zone out and just like I want to understand what you're saying. I don't want to have to like think. <laughs> so sometimes watching anime is almost too much. Um, but uh, but yeah, DMC Five is real good. And that is it. That's it, Taylor. Um. Oh, and some Smash. You know, I I went to I actually went to a Smash tournament. Not this last weekend, but the weekend before. And uh, I won my first match. I played a Bowser. And then the second match, I played a Richter, and I almost beat him. And then he switched to... I can't remember who he switched to. And then he beat me pretty good with whoever he switched to. I can't remember who it was. But it was fun. So me and Kippy have been playing a lot of Smash Ultimate. and trying to get better. Speaking of Smash, during my barbecue... Jake came over and I played him against. I played my wolf against him. Mm-hmm. Against his little Mac. His little Mac's hard. I don't know why I can't beat Liz Little Mac. It's really weird. Uh, no, but I've been play. I played against his piranha plant, his snake, his everything, and um, I beat him. I beat him a bunch of times. And it was. Wow. It was like it was. It was just like I am finally. I finally am good enough to beat Jake. It's a good feeling. Nice. It's a good feeling. <laughs> like Jake, um, Jake was actually like really surprised. He's like, "Man, yeah, this, this is actually really fun. And I want to do this more often." And I'm like, "Play online." It's like I could feel the lag online. I'm like, "No, just play online, dude." Do you, uh, do you play a lot online? I play with well, not recently because of work, but yeah, I used to play online with Kimpy all the time. Like at night, just played. Nice. Probably gonna play tonight, maybe. I don't know. Um, would you have what's your uh, your global points number or whatever? GSP, I think in the high three millions, really. Yeah, wow. I can never like my I've capped it too, and then I there, I always just run into a wall of really good players and I just suck so. I don't know why this happens. It might be because I'm playing against Kimpy, but like every time I look, I keep raising. 
Like hmm. so, I think it's just because I'm playing Kimpy and our global stores are rising. I don't know, but yeah, I I could play against. Like at first, I was like I couldn't get past two million, and then I started playing and I got past two million, and then I started and then I just stay around the three million, four million mark. I'm just playing them. I never could get to Elite Smash for some reason, but you know. Um, I was reading online and people are saying that like if you want to be like an elite player, like four million is like a good number to be at if you want to be an elite. So that's what you want to shoot for. I don't want to play. I don't want to play Elite Smash though because I apparently in a, in Elite Smash they you just play characters that are just like they're just playing really dumb meta cheap crap and it's not fun to play against. See that's that's what annoys me about fighting games is there there's like. At some point, you're like, I'm having fun, I'm getting good, and there's like this sweet middle ground where it's like, I can play my character and be good and fight other people that are actually playing, and then you're right. Like, once you hit a certain level, it's just like... You hit the tri just... you hit the tryhards. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to sit at the edge and spam, and then I'm going to throw you off, and then make you lose your jump, and I've just played some really, really, really annoying people, players, and I'm just like, this isn't even fun, you know? Um... But I have one, one, there is a certain style that I play against a lot, and it's so easy to beat now, is Ganondorf on Battlefield. Because what they'll do is they'll sit on bottom, and they'll rush you and grab you, or they'll jump, uh, rush kick you. And then if you're above them, they hit you with a sword. Mm. And they're just like, okay, this is like the easiest thing to beat, because you're so predictable. Yeah, when I play against people like that, I don't even give them a chance to move. Well, Wolf is so fast. So it's like, I'm, just, like, I'm just jumping, I'm knocking them away, and they start doing something, I hit them with their laser, it cancels it, and I hit them again, and then I just, just they just can't do anything because I'm just jumping all around them. And then they just, you know, quit. That's only against, like, bad, bad Ganondorfs. When I play, I played against, uh, I was playing against Jake's Ganondorf, I'm like, Jake, you're not playing Ganondorf like any other Ganondorf, stop it! He just destroys me. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But me, I have a story. I have a bunch of stories. Interesting things have happened in the last few weeks. So I start uh -oh. like the last few weeks. I started playing Jay Gakun Two. Oh shit! Okay. All right. So I started playing that. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if you didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know how you didn't know I was playing Jay Gakun Two. But I was playing Jay Gakun Two. That game. It's super grindy. It's nothing <laughs> like Jade Cocoon at all. What you really? do, okay. what you do is you go into like these areas, and your areas are like in little, like little maze. It's like very basic mazes that you run around and you find things in certain like, in like I forget what they're called, but they're like little, air, like little caves that you go into, and you just explore these little caves that are in in, in the area, and then you have to find the right one with the right key, and then you go out. And that's all it is. That's all. Yeah. That's all this game is. is this, and um, and then in between when you when you, and then sometimes when you f go into these little kennel thingies, you uh, find story moments. And I was just playing that, and I was got to like I think I got to level three in every area, and then I just stopped playing because something else happened. Like I was it was like it was, it's it was it was intriguing building up my monsters because the monsters are. Really interesting. You like merge them to get different stats, different abilities, and you have to create like this formation on your character to make sure that it does like just the optimal thing. And it was really hard because you're like I, I was following Sean's 
Sean's guide. I'm like, okay, how do you find that character? How do you get this thing? How do you get this thing? And I was actually talking to him, like, so I'm playing this. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he's like giving me tips and all that stuff. But I stopped. Because one of these days, uh, one of these, I, a couple weeks ago, I started a stream. I, I was talking to Asian. And he was uh, talking, he, I think he just beat Tales of Destiny, the, the PS1 version. And I'm like, uh, hey, do you want to see Tales of Destiny, the remake? I would stream for you right now. And he was like, yeah, sure. So I started streaming the Tales of Destiny remake. And he was like, going like, holy shit, this game's amazing. What the heck? I need to buy this right <laughs> now. And I'm like, yeah, it's the best Tales game ever made. So it's sad that we're never going to get it. Just hope for that remake or hope for that HD remaster. And possible. yeah, and then I was like, hey, do you want to see what Tales of Destiny 2 is like? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I changed it to play Tales of Destiny 2. And I started playing it. And this has never happened during Tales. Like, I've never gotten far in Tales of Destiny 2. So I already had a save file that I knew where I was at. And I was like, okay, I'm past the part that I always play. So thank God for that. And now Are I'm you, in. Um, is this patched, by the way? Like this, in English? It's patched. There's only English. It's only English menu. And even oh, okay. that, it's not fully patched. It's just very basic English menu. And so I started playing that, and I was just playing, and I started getting really into it. And I started going into the like the story, and I started like I was in like unknown territory. So I had like a, I had like a translation guy. I have a script this oh, wow. on the side, so I know where I am. And it's this thing is fully scripted. So like every NPC, everything in the game is a scripted. But it's not like, you know, it's very, sometimes it's very broken English. So mm -hmm. I'm just reading it. And I'm like, okay, I get the gif, the gif of what's going on, of what they're saying. So I just fill in the gaps. And I've just been playing it. 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 And I just, I'm now 40 hours in. Jeez. And I think I'm at the end, I think I'm at the end of the game now. So I'm, I've just straight up just started playing Tales of Destiny 2. And I have got the opinion of this is one of the best Tales games ever made. Wow. And not because it's Tales of Destiny 2. It's just because it's just a 2D Tales game. The battle system is really awesome. You could totally customize. You could customize, like, every single ability that do different things. Wow. Like, you could make it so it does more damage. Like, you increase your attack. And then you could make it so you could you hold circle after you do it. And if you have enough SP and TP... It would extend that skill, so it does a different skill right after it. So you know, do you know the basic, basic combo for a tails game? Sure. Do you know? Do, do you do you, like just tell me? Do you know what it is? If you know, I don't know. It's like any other game: square, 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 triangle, or square, square, triangle type of thing. No, okay. So it's it's your basic attacks, your three basic attacks into a base art, and then into an arcane art. That is the basic combo. That's the, okay. the normal combo that you could do. That combos. So in this one, you could do... It's depending on how you uh, customize it. And if you have enough SP, you could do your basic com attack combo into a base art. Extend that base art, or base art into an uh, arcane art. And then into that arcane art, you could do... You could make it so it like, knocks the character back. Or you could make it so your character switches good and goes behind the, goes behind the monster. Or you could do your mystic art. But, you know... You need to be in a special thing for that. Or you can make your spells. Like certain spells, uh, mages, you know how you just, you do your spell and it goes off. No, but yeah. this one, you can make it so whenever someone does a spell, you can extend that spell. So you can do like, let's do like a, a, 
flame it's called flame fury or something like that or, or final fury or something like that which does like meteors and then you, you can make it so it extends and then it just explodes right after and, it, and it's really cool that you just keep expending it and then there's a, a other a maggie keep going man there's other like certain characters have abilities where they could they could load they could uh do a spell save that spell right you just you put it in your pocket right they get put in their pocket and then they could do like a combo and then throw that spell out instantly right after that combo's over. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing in the world. Why haven't Tales games done this battle system even more? Uh, mm. You can just customize all this crap. It's so cool. Nice. It's just, it's hard to get into because a lot of it's, it's half English and half Japanese. So I'm like, I can't figure out that's all the, all the nuances about it, but I got the gif of it and it's just, oh, so even Kimpy, Kimpy's like this battle system's awesome. It's not Tales of Destiny remake awesome, like that. That one's like unbeatable, but this one, <laughs> this one was like, oh my god, it's 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 an awesome, it, it's an awesome evolution of the two D two D system. It's you know that's the fourth Tales game ever made. This one, Tales of Destiny two. Tales of Destiny two is the fourth one ever made. So it was Eternia, Destiny. Uh, Eternia and then Destiny 2? Yeah, it went Fantasia, Destiny, uh, Des uh, Eternia, and then Destiny 2. And then right after that was Symphonia. What about Destiny Remake? Where does that fall in? So I think it goes it goes Symphonia, and then in between there it's either Rebirth or something like that. And then Legendia, Abyss, Remake. Oh, really? Remake was that far down the line? Yep. I thought that was closer to when PS2 launched. That's interesting. It's 2006, and then the the director's cut is 2008. Gotcha. So Tales of Destiny 2 is awesome. I love it. I just feel bad because no one could follow it. So I've been streaming it. Whenever I played, I've been streaming it. And, and I, I, I play the scene out, so the scene just plays, and it's all in Japanese, and I'm reading something, and they could just hear me laughing randomly. Because I know what's going on, and it's like, oh, they can't understand. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, because you played the original so much? No, no, Destiny 2. I have the script. Oh, because you have the script. You should read the script as it's I, going. I did that, but it's, it got too tiring. Mm, there's no. so much stuff going on. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I've been playing. I think I'm going to beat it soon. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do with my life. I need to finish Shade Cocoon too. That's what I need to do. I'm gonna fail this. I'm gonna fail fail the duel, but you know, <laughs> I got pretty far. I don't know where you wanted me to get. You said you'll know when you get to the part you need to be at, and I'm like, I don't know where I've got. I've got to the third forests, level three forests. That's it, and it's unfair because in Shade Cocoon two, if you die in the forest, you get teleported back, but you lose everything that you've. Uh, all the items and all the eggs that you've gotten, just gone. So, randomly, sometimes, if you're playing, you, you go into a random one, random uh, cocoon thing. I don't know what they're called. I forgot. A den? And a random den, and then a story moment happens, and you have to fight, like, this trainer. Like, I'm going to call them trainers. That's, that's the idea, right? You're fighting a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. And I'm totally, my, like, I'm, I'm just leveling up beasts that I haven't really leveled up. And so my my uh, formation's completely, you know, not optimal, and they're all low level, and they just kill me. 
I'm like, oh well, that's nice, and I lose everything that I've been up to. You don't lose, you don't lose your monster, you just, you just lose your items. But I was like, oh, that's nice. That sucks. I had some cool things. Now I lost everything. Gotcha. Fun times, Taylor. Fun times. I, I don't know what to play next. Oh well, I'm probably gonna play Cold Steel because that's gonna be out soon. Jeez. So. Well, you, there's so many. Uh, I mean, we talked about it. There's a lot of games that you have not played or finished, like Dragon Quest Eleven and Octopath Traveler and but Cold Steel. Sophie. I don't think I want to finish Sophie because that was too much. Um, In what way? Too boring, or there was too many systems, or it was very simple. It was fun. It was just it didn't like it didn't feel like I was doing anything. Mm, okay. I was, I was, just, I was just build, I was just building stuff, and then things happened, and then I was doing other stuff, and then when I'll come back to like you know rest, and then random things would happen more, and I'm like, what is going on? I just don't know what's going on. So I didn't feel like I was doing anything worthwhile. Gotcha. That's fair. That's fair. I think it's because of the open-endedness of uh, Sophie. So, I mean, all of them have sort of the bit, the same base gameplay. Like, there's a story, you run an alchemy shop, or you're an apprentice at an alchemy shop, and then you have tasks you have to do that involve making stuff in your alchemy shop. I think um, I've, I've read a lot of the different premises and the um, design styles. I think the one that might work best. This is the one I want to play the most that might work best for you is um, the last one that came out. I think it was called Atelier Lydian Suell. Um, and basically the um, the premise is you are training to be, you know, alchemists. And you would freeze. And as you do, you level up. Oh, did I freeze? No, you're fine. You're fine now. It was just oh, funny. Okay. Because it's like, you're just like, yeah. um, so you're doing tasks and you're leveling up like your alchemy level. And then once you hit a certain alchemy level, then like there will be a story moment where it's like, oh, you need to go inside one of these magical paintings and do a thing. And yeah. so that's the loop. Like you level up, you're high enough level to go into a painting, you go do the thing in the painting, and then you just repeat the process. And I feel like at that point, you're at least like making like trackable progress and then there's like a thing to strive for so um if you actually like the gameplay and the QT anime girls and whatever and you and you just don't like the game structure then maybe try that one yeah because that's what i definitely want to try that one at some point because that sounds maybe like the best setup hey did we talk about remulor we did i don't know if we did boy is that a bad video game so did so i remember at first you're like i don't like it and then I read another tweet, and then you're like, oh, after you beat the game, you get, like, this mode that makes it actually good. It's, it's like, it's, so it's interesting. It's a game that doesn't, it doesn't know what it wants to do, I feel like. Because it's like, it wants to be a Diablo, a Diablo game, where you run around, and you hack and slash, and you pick up crazy weapons, and you level up, and you do it all over again. But the game is, like, two hours long. So there's, like, no point in replaying the game because it's not like, oh, you're going to some crazy new environment and the bosses, are, like, the bosses are just bullet, like, you know, damage sponges. They're so boring. Yeah. And the game is so... There, there are certain weapons that are so ridiculously slow that, like, there are points in the game where 
if you swing it once, you'll just die. Like I, there, the, there's like a, um, a hammer. You'll pick this hammer up and it's literally like, huh, and it does extra damage because you're swinging slow, but it doesn't do enough damage to make it worth how slow you're attacking. Because so when you start the game, it gives you the option to either pick sword or hammer, and that's it. Throughout the game, you don't pick up any other weapon types. You don't unlock it after, um, you know, you beat the game or whatever. Or maybe you do. I haven't beat the story mode. I beat single player, which is basically story mode without the cutscenes. Uh, and then there's like, you know, they have variables like every time you hit somebody, it changes your weapon, or you move at like twice the speed, or you attack faster, but you do less damage. There's like all these like weird variables it throws on it. Um, and, and then on top of that, it tries to be a roguelike because, uh, there's levels and they're randomly generated. And if you die, you have to start at the beginning. So there's like four worlds and each world has four stages and the fourth stage is just a boss. And so if you die on world three, you start all the way back at the beginning and it's all randomly generated. And, and then it gives you like the weapons have random, uh, like spells on it so you have a weapon and then each weapon has a spell that's associated with it so like there could be slow down time or freeze enemies or set enemies on fire or whatever you can't pick the spell and the weapon independently you have it just they're, they're together and that is so annoying like i don't know it's just it's like constantly at odds with itself it's like if you want to be a diablo game make the enemies more interesting make them fun to fight Give me more variety at the beginning. Don't make me play the game six times to unlock claws and bows and stabs and stuff. And then it wants to be a roguelike, but it's like, there's really, there's like zero point to it being a roguelike. Like with Rogue Legacy, it's like, oh, how far can I get? I get a little stronger. I try better next time. But this one, it's just there to annoy you. So, <laughs> and for $40, that is a total ripoff. That game is short. And like, I played through it three times just so, so I could get my money's worth, but man, whew. Yeah, don't play that game. <laughs> just don't play it. It's funny because you were talking about it, and I kind of want to play it. Really? Yeah, but but I'm not, not I'm, not, like... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to, but it's just like, you're talking about things like, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, that sounds fun. But, yeah. This is not one of those moments where like, oh, it's a Taylor game, or it's a thing that Taylor doesn't like. That must mean it's good. No, it's that. this is just a bad game. <laughs> I mean, the consensus. Like, the consensus online. Yeah, I mean, if you read reviews, they're all. I think the open critic score is probably in the fifties. Let's look it up real quick. Open critic. Looking it up. Open critic Remy lore. Yeah, it's a fifty-nine right now on Open Critic. Swimming in sixes. Swimming in sixes. <laughs> so unless they patch it and they add stuff like. Yeah. Uh, there, there are so many other better games like that that you could play. Just play if you want to play that. Just play Diablo on Switch. Mm -hmm. Just get Diablo on Switch or something. You have you'd have a much better time. You'd pay twenty dollars more and have like ten times the fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyway, that's my Remy Lore rant. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy it. All right. So we're going running a little long. So we're not. I'm not going to do questions today. Uh, just end it now. <laughs> end it right now. Bye. End it. Bye. See it. Gone. So we'll be over now. We're at, at like an hour thirty. It's pretty good. Okay. It's been uh, it's been a fun doing this again. I haven't haven't done an episode in a while. And I like I like talking about JRPGs with Taylor because 
haven't, yeah. haven't talked to Taylor in like five weeks. But yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. And hopefully this will be up on Wednesday. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, probably <laughs> Thursday, actually. But next week, same thing. It might be Wednesday, it might be Thursday. It's just, yeah, life right now, work right now is crazy, so please bear with us. We still want to do this. We're not, we're not, we're not, not interested in doing this anymore. We're just, yeah, so we're just, just super busy and it's just throwing us off. I'm trying to do more streams, to, you know, to talk to you guys, to keep you, in, keep you intrigued or keep you entertained, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the reason is it's, you know, we're, we're here, we're here, we're working. It's just right now life has thrown us a curveball. And throwing me a curveball, and I'm trying to deal with everything the way I can. So, Taylor's yeah, just no. Taylor just being self-employed, and it's hard to do. Yeah, I mean, like today, for example, you know, I um, I, I get off my lunch break, uh, work a little bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go pop in and do my taxes. And I'm like, this usually takes like half an hour. Three hours later. I'm done. I'm like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. So, well, that's because you're yeah, self you're self employed now, so everything's different, right? Well, I have to track everything. I have to deduct everything. Um, like, <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to owe like thousands and thousands of dollars, but I ended up actually getting a return this year, which is like shocking. But um, yeah, it's uh, it was just way different, and yeah, we just have to track everything. So, nice fun times. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, maybe there's some big news next week. It'll probably happen in the yeah. next three weeks or next three days. Hopefully. So, I mean, GDC is this week. There could be some. Usually, news does not drop at GDC. I, I mean, there's the Google thing, but that's sort of a unique situation. But there could be GDC. Could be Persona 5R. Could be something else. You never know. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see you guys later. See ya. See ya.